Hey, best friends. Thank you so much for chiming in to another episode of Ink Dries Podcast. And I'm your host, Lynette Kincaid, the writing coach. And you're listening to the station that helps you to write your story one episode at a time. If you haven't had an opportunity to donate to our podcast station, make sure that you donate today. Help keep our podcast growing and glowing If you haven't had a chance to tell your friends about Ink Draws Podcast, the number one writing podcast station, make sure that you tell them to chime in on their favorite network. So best friends, I have to tell you about this young lady that lives here in Colorado that drove over an hour and a half to see me speak one night at Memoirs that's here in Colorado Springs. And I had the opportunity to share my story, A Little Girl in the Red Dress. Go check it out. It's on uh, my YouTube channel. But I had the opportunity to speak and this baby drove one and a half hours in order to see me speak for six minutes. I have never forgotten that moment. You would see us now and you think we would, and we've been best friends forever and for life. But the one thing that has drawn us together is the fact that when I first met her, um, I told her about you know a podcast that I had and she was like, oh my goodness, we gotta make a video for your podcast and I was just like oh okay you know when I started the podcast I was like you know no one's gonna care this is not a big deal Uh, you know I'll promote it if I have a chance but no big deal and she was the one that wanted me to continue on with pushing um pushing the podcast pushing you know everything that I've been doing but recently I had an opportunity to repay her because a lot of times when people do things, they don't even realize how they have benefited you. They don't understand how they've impacted your life. And I want you to know, Nicole, that you have impacted my life. That drive from Denver to Colorado Springs changed my life. It changed the way that I thought about people and your support meant everything to me. So recently, I had an opportunity to pay it forward, to do it again, to reciprocate what she had done for me. And so I saw a video showing that she was about to do her um, grand opening for her new business venture. And I was like, it's not a way that I can miss it. So I literally drove two and a half hours in order to support her. Not to say, okay, you supported me for, you drove an hour and a half and oh my God, I'm beating you. I'm driving two and a half hours. No, it was about two friends that decided that they were going to support each other and show each other what friendship is all about. Here's what I want to say to you guys. If you have an amazing blazing friend, I don't care if you met them yesterday. I don't care if you met them last year. Support them the way they support you. I think a lot of times with friendships, so many friends 
attempt to see what they can get out of one another, right? And that's not real friendship. But when you find someone that'll drive the distance, when they'll make, you know, when they will do things that's going to support you, that's going to benefit you, reciprocate that. So happy birthday, Nicole. Thank you for all of your love and your support to everything you've done for what I have done. I appreciate you and I love you. Best friends, did I thank you for being here today? Well, let me do it right now. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Ink Draws Podcast, the station that helps you to write your story one episode at a time. And I'm your host, Lynette Kincaid, the writing coach. Make sure that you have your pens and paper ready and get you a glass of tea. And let's get going after our sponsor's brief commercial. Hey, book lovers, are you ready to get your read on? Get your read on. Get your read on. (laughs) I don't know why I had to say that. That was so corny. So it is time for our book of the month. You ready? Get your pens ready. You got to jot this book title down. So I have to tell you just a little bit about Sherry D. Henderson. Um, She's here in Colorado. Can you imagine that? Sherry D. Henderson, right here in Colorado, has a book coming out soon and very soon. You have to get this book. It's called Black Magnolia, The Unequivocal Southern Belle. You have to get this book. Go pre-order it right now. Go pre-order it right now. Thank you so much, Sherry, for partnering with us and being our book of the month. Go order it. Welcome back to another episode of Ink Dries Podcast, and I'm your host, Lynette Kincaid, the writing coach. I just want to say thank y'all so much for being here. Like, I know how hard it is um, in order for us to be committed and stay committed to people, places, and things after the holidays. So I just want to say thank you so much for being here with me on the podcast that helps you to write your story one episode at a time. So before we get started into the topic today, today's topic is I almost gave up my podcast story. You definitely want to stick around in order to hear that. But first, my story. If someone was to ask me, what part of the flower am I? What part of the flower that fits my character. Looking at a bed of roses, I would have to say that I am the stem of every flower. I don't compare to the rose because I feel that it's too beautiful. I'm not the petal because what is the pet what is the purpose of the petal anyway? I'm strong and I'm brave. And at times I would have to say that I am the stem of the flower. 
I am the stem of the flower because I feel that I hold everything together. When my dad left my mom, it was me that kept everything together. I'm a take charge type of person, but I don't have to be in charge of the full mission for it to be accomplished. If I could describe myself in total, I would have to say that I am the background singer for any music group. I feel I don't deserve to have the spotlight, but it's my voice in the background that plays the major role in the music. Yes, these are the characteristics of the stem. We are a part of the flower and we help give life to the flower and yet we're barely noticeable. Yes, I am the stem. Stay tuned for our upcoming episode of I Almost Gave Up My Podcast Story. Stay tuned. All right. All right. So today's topic, I almost gave up. I almost gave up my podcast story. That's the topic for today. I almost gave up my podcast story. So let me just share this with you. I may be the only transparent person on the planet that will share with you um, details about my life, but here it goes. I almost gave up on this whole podcast thing. I almost gave up. Let me say it a little slower. I almost gave up. I almost trashed the show. I almost gave up. Not because I don't love the podcast. Not because I don't love hearing myself talk. Because I'm excited about that part. But I almost gave up on the show because I started this show before I started going to the business boot camp. You know, I've been in the boot camp for about 14 um, weeks. Okay. It's over now. I'm graduating in January, January 14th to be exact. But I started this podcast before I was accepted into this program. I started the podcast before I started working out. I started this podcast before just life happened. I got sick. I like literally sick as a dog. I was really, really sick. And so when I say Life, I mean that, you know, business started happening, anything that you can think about in between life, that's exactly what happened. And so my schedule to sit down and literally record, I was just like, okay, this seems overwhelming. Is this something I'm going to continue or do I just, you know, move on? Do I just move on? Do I move on? Um, But I literally almost gave up on this podcast. Um, And I wanted to be able to share this experience because a lot of times I feel when people um, start businesses and they do things, they are afraid to allow people watch them struggle. And I'm not that person anymore. Like I used to be that person. I'm not her anymore. Like you see what you see, you get what you get, period. That's what you got right now in 2022. I've experienced too much crap in order to hide anything from you, right? So um, I almost gave up. 
And that's the podcast topic today, because I wanted to be able to share with you um, this situation, because I know that is someone that's listening to this podcast that almost gave up as well. Maybe you didn't give up on making a podcast, but I'm sure it's something that you literally wanted to give up on, literally wanted to walk out on. Either it was a marriage, a relationship, a job, whatever it was, I ain't the only one that wanted to give up. Um, And I literally wanted to give up on this podcast. So let me just talk about that for a second. I wanted to give up, but I literally said to myself, Lynette, you can't stop this now. You got to get, you got to keep going. You got to, you got to continue to do um, this podcast. You got to keep moving. It's a bigger picture. This podcast is the piece to the puzzle that you're creating called business. And because of that, you can't give up. And here's why I literally couldn't walk away from this podcast, regardless of how this writing podcast doesn't make sense to people looking in on the outside. Because here's the thing. Um, a lot of times we want, we tend to want to stop things or we tend to want to give up on things because of how it looks to everyone else. Like literally how it looks to everyone else. I'll give you an example of that. So, um, when COVID first started, God told me to create um, a YouTube channel to talk to people who had literally lost loved ones, um, you know, people who were losing jobs. And I created the podcast channel, but I was so embarrassed by it. I was literally embarrassed by it because I was just like, okay, God, I'm advertising that I have this YouTube channel and no one was ready to talk about the things that was happening during COVID. People were losing loved ones during COVID as far as death is concerned. People were losing their marriages. People were um, losing jobs and no one was ready to talk about that. And that's the one thing that I want to share because when people pass away, the first thing we want to do is like, oh my God, you know, Susie lost her mom. Let me reach out to her and see if she's okay. So-and-so lost, you know, their niece or their nephew. Let me check and see if they're okay, right? But what we fail to realize is, and I learned this from experience, when we lose someone that is super close in our family, we don't want to talk, baby. We we don't, Okay. Most of the phone calls that came in when my mother passed away, they just went to voicemail. I got to be honest with you. And I realized after listening to the voicemails, um, maybe two to three weeks after my mother had uh, been buried and we funeralized her by this time, um, most of those phone calls were like irrelevant. You know, people called the day that my mother passed away asking, hey, when is the funeral? How do you know that? Like literally, how do you know, you know, once the day that your mother passed away? And I don't think people on the outside looking in, I don't think they understand the whole funeral situation and how things work when people pass away, which is one of the reasons that I know God wanted me to write the book called Letters to Mom, Writing to Heaven, because he wanted me to use this book as a sense of education, as a way to heal in order for people to understand how death works. But going back to my original point, 
God wanted me to create this YouTube channel. And I was too embarrassed by this YouTube channel. I, I really was. I'm not even going to lie. I advertised it less than two weeks. And when no one gravitated to it, no one really wanted to join in um, and make this a collaborative effort, then I stopped. And the crazy part about me stopping is two years later, I had to come back to the drawing board and literally talk about something that God had told me to talk about two years before. And now I'm eager to talk about grief. I'm eager to talk about the things that surrounding grief. I wasn't then because, you know, I didn't see anyone at that time that was willing to open up and really talk about death. And then at that point, when I saw when people was losing their relatives and losing family members, you know, you just give your condolences and you move on. You never really take into account that, oh my goodness, like this person has literally lost their mother. Oh my goodness. You know, this person has literally lost their dad. You feel for them, but the only thing you are able to do is give your condolences and move on. And that's the one thing that um, when I thought about the YouTube channel that God told me to do two years ago, that's one of the things that I thought about, like, oh my goodness, you know, why did I not, you know, continue on with that? And it was mainly because I was too worried about the people on the outside looking in. A lot of times when God shares with us things that we need to be doing, our destiny, our purpose, um, we lose sight of our purpose because we're like, well, I don't want these people that's watching to see me fail. I don't want the people that's on the outside looking in, you know, because they they very well could be on the outside looking in and they may feel that everything that you're doing is stupid. But I want you to understand that what you're doing right now at this very moment has a purpose. It has a purpose. Okay. And that's what I realized about this podcast. I realized that this podcast, as crazy as it sounds, a writing podcast, like as crazy as it sounds, still has a purpose. This podcast is a part of an empire that I'm attempting to build. This podcast is a part of a vision that I have for self-published and aspiring authors. And so this is those are the reasons that I could not walk away. I couldn't walk away because this podcast right now it may seem irrelevant, but it has a purpose. And none of us really know what that purpose is, the things that you're wanting to do, the things that you're passionate about. You don't know the purpose behind it. You just know that, oh my goodness, I'm so passionate about this and I got to keep going, right? Here's the other thing that I want to say on this podcast. Um, and I just need to share this. A lot of times we miss out on opportunities because we have not created the next big thing. We have not created the things that make sense in your mind. You know, a lot of times we're so willing to allow people to validate what we're doing that we miss the boat. We miss the opportunity. We miss the mark because we're so big on, well, hey, Susie, does this sound right? I think I want to do a podcast. What do you think? Right. 
And we miss the mark because we're waiting on people that's not even qualified to validate what we're doing. They're not even on our level to to validate what we're doing, but we allow them to give us like a stamp of approval, right? So this is the one thing that I want to say about this podcast. And I want you to know that you (laughs) heard it here first. So as I continue to put out these episodes, someone, not just anyone, but the right person is going to look for this writing and self-publishing topic. And that is going to open up doors for me. And it will also open up doors for all of you. Stay tuned because I literally believe in miracles. Um, One of the things that I will say is you can't reap the benefits from something that you have not created and for something that does not exist. Doors are going to open for me and this podcast. And that's for one reason and one reason alone. And it's because it exists, right? It's because this podcast exists. So the one thing that I keep saying is this is the reason why you guys have to create what you're passionate about. If you're passionate about a book, continue on with your book because when you least expect it, that book is going to open up doors for you, your family, your legacy, and people that need the topic that you're writing about. So here's where we get to the point of why am I telling you this? Why am I telling you this? Why am I sharing this with you? Why am I sharing this story about almost giving up and my podcast story? I'm sharing that because um, I want you to understand that I almost threw in the towel for this particular um, podcast. And I'm sharing that with you because I know that you've been at a point of giving up. Um, I know that you may have given up on your dreams. You may have given up on your writing. You might have given up on um, writing your book. And the only difference between my wanting to give up and your situation of wanting to give up is because you had no one to stop you from giving up. That's the only difference between me and you right now. Because everyone at some point has wanting to give up and wanting to throw in the tile. And the only thing that have stopped Like the only reason that I stopped is because I thought of, oh my God, this is a bigger picture to this, right? But a lot of times you don't have anyone to stop you from giving up. A lot of you don't have your books written because you've allowed yourself to give up and no one stopped you. You know, when you said, you know what, you're right. This is not the right time for the book. And you just continued on with your life as if your book doesn't have a purpose. And some of you have put writing your book on the back burner. And I wanted to share this brief story with you. Um, It wasn't until I started writing that I realized that a lot of the people that I was hanging around and I was waiting for validation from, I realized that, oh my goodness, they're not even on my level when it comes to what I'm trying to do. They're not even there. They're nowhere near the dreams and ambitions that I have. 
my writing has always had a purpose. And I didn't realize that until I hung around other writers and authors. So what's my point? My point is one, don't give up on your writing. Two, if you're saying, you know what? I want to write this book. I know that I'm supposed to be an author. Then start hanging around people that is moving in the direction of your vision for your life. Okay. Um, you told yourself way too long why you couldn't, shouldn't, or wouldn't write a book. And you literally have believed it. But honey, now is your time. If you have to say anything, say to yourself that you have to write this book. We all have been at the point of giving up on something, but I'm not letting you quit. I'm not allowing you to give up. You have to keep going and you have to keep writing. Don't allow, don't rely on your excuses to keep you from writing. You don't know it yet, but you and your writing have a purpose. So don't let your opportunity for your writing pass you by. I love you guys. Here's my two cents. Here's my tips of the day. I hope y'all want them. Do y'all want my tips? Because, you know, let me know. Do y'all want my tips or nah? <laughs> I don't know why I laugh so hard when I say that. Okay, so the tip of the day, my advice is move around, get out the house and start talking to other people. Yes, I know you're a writer. I know that sometimes we can get a little complacent. However, get out the house and start talking to other people. The more you get out of the house and start networking, you will find a place and opportunities for your writing. I need to say that again. If you get out of the house and start networking, you will find a place for your writing. You will find more opportunities for your writing. And let's be honest with ourselves for a minute. A lot of us as writers and authors, we attempt to take shortcuts. I know, I know, I know, been there, done that, and I have worn the t-shirt, okay? We try to take shortcuts. However, it's time now to literally get your feet to the ground and start networking. If you're saying to yourself, look, Lynette, I've attempted this whole book thing. I've attempted to sell my book. Honey, it's time for you to attempt to get off of social media and literally go meet some people face-to-face -to, -face to find opportunities for your book. Okay? All right. Um, I will say that after many of us write our books, we wait for the readers to just come flocking in. Um, and and the main thing is, it's not magical, guys. It's not going to, the opportunities for your books, the sales for your book, it's not just going to come magically. Okay. The main thing that I want you to remember is, you know, your book has a bigger purpose. It has a bigger purpose. If it didn't, then what was the purpose of your you writing the book, right? So the main thing is um, your book is going to open doors for you, okay? You're going to speak in front of millions of people, but you have to believe that you wrote this book for a purpose, number one, and you got to find out who needs this book after it's written. Okay. So don't take any shortcuts. Don't be lazy. Get out the house, start networking and 
just literally start hitting your feet to the ground, start paving the ground in order to meet the people that need to read your book. All right. I always say something very crazy when it comes to your book. I always say that your book is on a blind date. It's up to you to find the blind date. Right. So this is no different. Um, and what it, the, the other thing about your book is what if it was meant for you to be able to give other people more job opportunities? Like literally your book has a bigger purpose, but you'll never find that purpose and you'll never find those opportunities looking and wishing. Okay. So get off the internet and start looking for the people that need you face to face. All right. Here's my other piece of advice for you. And normally I know, I know, I know, I normally just give one piece of advice and we keep it moving, but I love y'all. So you know what? You get a bonus from me today. Can I do that? Can I give you a bonus? You got it. All right. So my other piece of advice for you is as a writer, And as an author, I want you guys to treat people the way you want to be treated. If you want support for your writing and your self-published book, give support. You can't get what you don't give. If you don't support people, you can't expect for other people to give you support. Um, One thing that I do want to say is writing and self-publishing is all about creating a community. If your book that you've written is not doing that, that means that you're missing the mark when it comes to your self-published book. Your book is meant to build communities. Are those communities book clubs? Are there meetings at the library, your local library? Is it meeting every week online for your community? You have to find your community, but your book should be creating a community. It should be community. It should be creating a community. Can you make money from your book? Absolutely. But before you focus on how much money you can make by, you know, writing and self-publishing your book, you really need to figure out how you can build a community. That is the most important part of your book. It's about building a community around the topic that you've written about, okay? So before you think about the money, before you think about any of the opportunities, think about the community because that's the full purpose of the book. I love you guys. Woo, honey child. Look like we made it to another episode of Ink Drives Podcast. I just want to thank you so much for just being here with me. Your support and your love of this particular station means everything to me. And just to remind you, I am Lynette Kincaid, the writing coach, and you're listening to the podcast station that helps you to write your story one episode at a time. Now, let me just remind you also that you're listening to the number one writing station. So make sure that you tell your friends about us. And if you haven't had an opportunity to donate yet, make sure that you donate in order to help us to continue to grow and glow. Also, you're personally invited to 
the two-day writing conference right with us here in Denver, Colorado. Go to iwriteconference.com, iwriteconference.com, and grab your ticket. You don't want to miss this event March 3rd and March 4th of 2023. Make sure that you meet us in Denver, Colorado.